Yeah, feed the world. I could have taken. I could have taken feed the world. You could have taken feed the world. I could have taken feed the world. I'm leaving. I'm done. I'm <laughs> <laughs>
uh, four, by the time it was four, two, I was like, oh my God, it's going to happen. And it's, I, and I called it, I called that, uh, Bergeron was going to be the one who does it, who's going to like score the winning goal. And I was like, anyway, uh, anyway, let's, <laughs> let's, <laughs> I know we're all salty. We're all salty as Canadians, but let's move on to, uh, the actual Civ podcast. That was the sports podcast. Welcome to the Civ show podcast. We're back here. Okay. Uh, the, on Sunday, we had the finale with Inquisitive Otter. We had our uh, City State takeover where we played a large, was it large or standard? Large? Standard. Standard size standard. archipelago standard. map. Stamp. Standard size archipelago map. Max City States, uh, Barbarian Clans. It was a lot of fun. Highly recommend playing it yourself. I played Indonesia. Zoe played Australia. The Stang was played the Dutch, which we all hate the Dutch and people who are not thing of other people's cultures and I, I butchered that line and I'm, I'm really sorry yeah just, like, just like, a, like a zone best like not a to draw zone. attention to it while I just move on oh, oh okay <laughs> and an inquisitive otter played Norway so let's talk about Zoe you first with Australia and your struggles with Australia, oh. I want to know what happened when the beginning of the game that you had no stats and like, dude, what happened? I don't know. I I got my science caught up eventually, but like, I just I, I I think initially I just I wasn't using them properly to their full effect, uh, and then I practiced with them a bit, and I think I made like because we started the game last or two weeks ago, and then we continued it. Uh, I think I made strives towards a comeback, but I was just I couldn't expand the city states that were near me. Like, I think by the end of the game, I had my own little proxy war going on with Geneva, I think, where it was just I was surrounded by frigates. I couldn't damage them. They had like steel walls. I was in one yeah, damage yeah. and then I got battleships. I was like, woo, tripled my damage to three damage. Yeah, that was a game of me clicking next turn. There was not a lot of hope for me. I wasn't a major player, but you guys listened to me while I talked, and that made me feel like a person. So I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> but like, what 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 happened early game that made your stats just so low, especially well, as Australia on the like, coast? I felt I felt that like early game I was doing okay, like that my science was decent, and then when I discovered that, you know. Someone else's science was like quintuple mine. Like, oh, okay, I guess I suck. Um, <laughs> like, I got my own little continent, uh, which was nice, but the appeal wasn't, I guess, as nice as it could have been. I don't think I like my city growth was slow. Like, and then it exploded. Like, I I built like six cities in a matter of like twenty turns. So I think all in all, I just was not super familiar with Australia. I don't trust Australians, you know, uh, especially ones that love Georgia. And I think I was just playing this over and over again in my head about the betrayal of uh, how how much. Uh, <laughs> hi, Sarge. I know you're there, Sarge. That's why. That's why I'm belittling Australia, Sarge. No, I love Australia, and I love their uh, Australian people for sure. I just couldn't get it to work for me. Uh, I did practice though with Australia. I got a little better and now I kind of figured out maybe next time I'm Australia, I'll be able to to actually do something productive with them because they are a great sieve. Uh, they they absolutely are a great sieve. I don't even think I got I, I don't even think I built a digger. 
That's how bad it was. I didn't, no, they're I modern didn't era. Even... That's really, it's really far. Yeah. It's it's they're kind of hard to get. But we did yeah, get the battleships you guys and everything. Had, so like maybe. Yeah, you guys had battleships and uh, and all that stuff. I don't know what Inquisitive Otter was doing. Although interestingly enough, I've been playing Germany because I'm trying Germany for Vector Cats Challenge, which we'll talk about in a second. And uh, I looked at how silly Germany's adjacency bonuses can get. So I'm just imagining now that, you know, Inquisitive Otter just, he knows, he knows adjacency bonuses. It's complicated, but I guess like once you figure it out, it's not so complicated, right? It's just a matter of planning, which I hate. Come on, man. Dude, Germany planning is probably one of the more fun things you can do. Yeah. Because the well, Hanses are insane. And you Hanses, pair it up with commercial hubs, though. Your two favorite yeah, things. They Gold are. and yeah. production. I am not disagreeing with you. But every time I'm Germany, I get a terrible start. I have not yet had Germany on a reasonable start. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Um, That's right. You know, because you got to remember this game. The first game I was Germany. And I started on a small snow-covered island wasn't a tundra covered island it was a snow covered island there was like 30 hexes of snow uh, it was ridiculous uh but i made it work i had like two cities they were i used the, the four marshes i had i built that dumb wonder and uh that was a pathetic game and then the last time i was germany the same bad luck happened so before before we get into the vector cat challenge and mm-hmm. everything like that mm-hmm. uh let's let's keep talking about this this otter thing so let's move on <laughs> to nystagmus so nystagmus you were the dutch I actually had a chance in that game yeah, you had a good game, man. Yeah, what did you do did. differently this time? Um, I, I honestly, I don't know. Uh, every, you know, sometimes oh, when you just, okay. it's one of those things where if you just throw stuff randomly at the wall, sometimes something sticks, right? Like, there's no skill or planning, planning involved. Well, actually, so I, I, so I lucked out a couple of different things. One, I did start off with like a natural wonder right next to my capital, uh, the Fountain of Youth. <gasps> nice. Um, and I settled it immediately. The island I was on also didn't have any barbarians on it. I did not meet a barbarian encampment the entire game. Wow. We were dealing I with them constantly. I would that a bad thing because it was so easy to buy units from those clans. Mm, and true, it was true. Incredible. Like, I bought so many units. I bought the unique Brazilian battleship when I didn't even have battleships yet. It was incredible. Well, well, I'm in an early game though, right? So I didn't have to make units. I think I didn't even build like a melee unit until like basically uh the medieval era wow yeah like because all my production was going into everything right so my basic plan was culture like just go for the culture victory and owls and if i can get the most suzerain ships of the city states then that's gravy but if i can because i knew it was going to be like a two-weeker if i can get a culture victory then that was my my big move I thought I did pretty good. I was able to get my science and culture and everything. My culture was like amazing. Like I was like far ahead in the, in the, in the, in the civic tree than most, I think you guys pretty easily. By the end of the game, I was at democracy. Just go up the civic tree. Cause I think the civic tree is underrated. Everyone talks about the tech tree a lot, but like getting the higher civics is really important too. Well, welcome to like 20 podcasts ago, dude. Whatever, man. I don't listen to anything you say. So <laughs> I just I just oh, do this. Sick burn, <laughs> sick burn to stay. We need like a sound of sick burn. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta ramp up our sound effects, uh, Moy. Get on that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> so um, yeah, I just find out. So like my basic goal was culture victory, sues all the city states if I can, and that's how it, like that would be my end game, right? I wasn't as aggressive as I wanted to be because again, I didn't build any units because I was really focusing on production, science, and culture, um, and so I couldn't really stop you from killing all the city states. But then I thought, oh wait, but he can't like raise them, right? We're not allowed to raise them, which is what which made me go, okay, I can just go back and take them later. Basically, I ramped up to a point where I would only have to use production to build the district, and I was making enough gold where I could just buy all the add-on buildings, right? I think I've only built one library the entire game. I bought everything else. I thought like I did pretty good. I'll, uh, I'll, um, sorry, Acquisitive uh, uh, Otter was just like way too far ahead in science. Um, I was catching up, and I was able to stay ahead of him by the time I declared peace, because then I can get all the city-state bonuses. Um, that's what sucks when you have like someone who sues most of your city states that you're you're sending envoys to to get bonuses to, and then you declare war on them. Because I lost all my science from that, and then as soon as I declare peace, oh, with and, them, and then you yeah, then you can't send traders to them either, yeah. right? Ah, so those yeah, no envoys, interesting. Yeah, so as soon as I made peace, he actually like was was talking to me outside of the uh, with you guys saying, hey, do you want to declare peace? And I said, yeah, because my science is garbage now. Um, and so I declared peace on him immediately when I could. And then my science went back with my science more than doubled. And then we basically plotted to take you down Moy. So that was basically the thing. That, right was, there, so. that was great. It was like, no, it was like the only no, chance we had was if the three of us united against him, against Otter, he declared war on you, Nystagmus, which because we are allies triggered a war with me which also destroyed my alliances and stuff like that, all my city-state garbage. Uh, so I suffered for it, ultimately. Uh, and then you declared peace and then ultimately declared war on Moy. Uh, like, it was funny that Moy thought he had a chance for a little while with the naval battle. <laughs> um, but, like, just... you. Hold what can you do? It's wave after wave after wave of battleship? Like, it was crazy. Like, I, I think at one point my galley like went by this all of these boats moving towards and he was like don't worry i'm not going after you and i was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) this huge fleet moving towards moy i killed a lot of his battleships though he was yeah he had venetian arsenal and eventually like it he he was getting like core uh or fleets i guess they're called fleet uh boats and then armadas and then once the armadas came out i I couldn't handle that it's too much yeah like, I mean, I was killing them with like with with uh, caravels and like my my yongs, my unique frigate. Uh, since I can faith buy boats, that was the only reason why I can keep up with him. Which is, I was generating enough faith where I could just faith buy a ton of boats, which is what I was doing. But I didn't have enough strategic resources to keep buying those boats. And I ran out of coal, which was so I'm like, give me more coal. Was, oh, give me coal. Give me coal. Give me all the coal you have just so I can keep buying it. But then it didn't matter because I still ran out of coal. And I'm like, okay, let's buy these yongs. And the yongs get destroyed in one hit by anything because they're way out of. <laughs> they're made of, of wood. <laughs> yeah. And I'm fighting these steel ships. I did my best to feed you coal. Like, at least I had that. I think at one point I had like eight or ten coal a turn. So at least I, I was, can trust you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, of course, of course. We've been our uh, we're almost I think at neutral. We're almost at neutral now. Our I'm relationship. pretty sure there was absolutely under under there was no agreement between me and Moy. 
And I remember you getting really upset matter. that I sued the city state that you immediately took over because apparently what Fez that was literally right beside my whole empire or your event. Is that what you're talking your about? Event. Oh, the other one that was right beside my vampire, my empire. Okay. Yeah. It's Those always two. a Fez guys. Okay. It's always a Fez. That's a prelude to war. Okay. I, <laughs> all I know is that you basically kind of like, you know, you had, a, you had, you had your hissy fit about me Susie in a city state. And then you just, I just start taking them over and acting like you're all moral basically. Like, yeah, I'm just burning these cities to the ground. It's cool. I wasn't burning them. Excuse me. I was well. I would absorbing I, them into my empire. The city state okay? being under your Big empire difference. is equivalent to being burned down. I think actually they would rather no. have been burned down. So no. <laughs> no, I showed them the way of the snack. Okay, they were in. They were like, "Oh wow, this is the god that you worship." No way, and they were hallelujahing in the streets. Having babies you, left you and right, population growing. Like you sure, crazy. you sure didn't show them how to like float boats or all the ones that were being sunk by a quizzical otter. You, you, but you know what's good though? He sank so many of your boats, you can use the wood to build a dam and just like wall off part of the sea for you. So <laughs> <laughs> you got a huge case of the meanies today, Nastagmus. <laughs> my my hockey team lost. I'm I'm mean. <laughs> yeah, he's, hockey team lost the confidence of being second place in the game. I, I see it. I get it. There was, we had one point of mine and Moy's relationship was that he wanted to convert my cities. And this is just after I discovered yeah, the traveler. That was awesome. Yes. And yes. I had chosen, uh, cause I was in a dark age. So I had chosen uh, the evangelist one. And, uh, and at first I was like, no, like, and I was like, no, of course, like typical Zoe defensiveness. You will not spread your religion in my land. And then I was like, well, wait a second. What's your religion do? And my religion was garbage because I had I got. Yeah, I got the like last at the very, very end. And that was where I messed up big with Australia. I took the pantheon of desert folklore or whatever, uh, desert lore. Um, And because I started in a position where like I would have like two amazing like plus 12 because I also took hermetic order. Uh, plus 12 uh, holy sites but then I didn't get my faith fast enough so they were just big giant faith generating sites that I could not use for anything other than faith have you not learned because I missed to pick hermetic order you keep picking hermetic order and I know I know I know <laughs> it's so terrible so so yeah my faith I had like the zeal and I had like Something other. Yeah, the so plus like one amenity garbage, for, yeah, for two yeah, specialty dishes. Yeah, it was it was the worst. It Why was the worst. Uh, one of all the ones uh, because you chosen. because well, first of all, there was only like three choices left, and none of them did anything. Okay. Here are the top four. Here are the top four. Work ethic in no particular order. Work ethic was not available. Music not available. Feed the world. Not Jesuit available. education. One of those wasn't available. Uh, maybe uh, feed, how, so I could have taken one feed of those the not world. Be available. <laughs> yeah, there's feed the world. I could have taken. I could have taken feed the world. You could have taken feed the world. I could have taken feed the world. I'm leaving. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and uh, and I didn't. I don't know what I was doing. Okay, I took it. And anyways, Moy, if you're done. I was explaining our beneficial relationship, but I think I'm not gonna. 
and we're going to go back to unease. We were so close to the neutral standing, and now we're going oh, back down, I can't down, be boy. neutral with a guy who we're doesn't take Feed down. the World with an option. Oh, that's and fine. Right, dude. right on the eve of the, uh, of the first time in a wor- uh, while having a Civ show only game next Sunday, right? Like, it's only going to be us three? Yeah. So it's going to be kind of tense, well, right? Because... Anyways, hold on, hold on. Well, we're not there yet. We're not, we're there, not yet. there yet. So, anyways, my faith sucked. Okay, is what it was. But I just took two victory points for every city I converted. So I said, "Moy, I'll tell you what I'll do. You may convert my cities only after I've converted them to the traveler." And we worked out a system. I would convert one of my cities and he would come in right afterwards and convert it to his because he had work ethic and I wanted work ethic. So once I got work ethic, I was back in the game and it got to the point where I was actually like, like, boy, boy, I need another hit of the snack. I need another hit, buddy, because the traveler, I need the traveler was was coming back. Yeah, (laughs) it was coming back. So I I had to get him to go and convert cities back to the snack. It was actually called like Nystagmus is a jerk or something like that. I can't. It was mean. It was something mean against Nystagmus. So yeah, we had this perfect system going. I went. I converted my cities and the city states. And I asked, you know, and Moy came in and converted afterwards, and I was able to get my golden age, which became a heroic age. So I had a heroic age, and I think I got back sort of in the game. I was just so far behind, though, everything and everything. I think my culture was like 18, and you guys all had like 100, so 150 so or something like that. We had like five culture oh, at turn 100. Like, dude, what are you doing? It was like, so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. I was not using Australia properly. That's what I was doing. And yeah, I should not have taken Hermetic Order. Uh, if I had taken Void Singers or even like the Owls, you know, would have been pretty good with Australia. Uh, no, no, no. Or even Vampires. I think them would have been better. So, I think them would have been better than, than the Hermetic Order. Hermetic Order, which is debatably one of the worst, even though it's my favorite one too, one of the worst secret societies. Then you took zen meditation as a religion yeah which yeah. with warrior monks is actually i think worse than warrior monks <laughs> in terms of ranking of religions especially since warrior monks got buffed you took the two worst thing why why would you hey if you just hey feel, felt the so zeal humble that game hold like, on hold on the zealot one the zeal one i have won religious games with that and I was at the time I was thinking, well, the only shot I have is That's- maybe I have one religious games with that because you ignore terrain. So your guys just zip through. No, no, no. We're talking about different things. We're talking about different things. Zen meditation. Is yeah, I know. I, I, I know. For two Zen meditation. I'm saying my other okay. ability, though. My other ability was the not, zeal I, one. That's the one that I that cared one. about. I didn't care about the Zen meditation. I, I just cared about moving quickly through people's territory and that was going to be my strategy. I had all of this useless faith. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and it, then I was like, you know what? I'd rather have work ethic. Screw that boring, try to convert the world. It's not going to work strategy. And, and so I think I purposely chose it to make it even worse so that I wouldn't feel so bad when I lost my faith. Okay, boy. Are you happy, sure. boy? <laughs> sure. It's, it's funny because when you took Exodus and you were doing that, I also took Exodus. So we were actually really working together to get a golden age together. So you were converting all your cities and I was converting so your cities and we both got a golden age. Like, why? Um, 
you took hermetic order and then you were like last place in science, which made like no sense to me. Yeah, I know. I know. I and know. earned like no great people. And like, <laughs> like, and I had, I, I had like my libraries were good. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like I, I, I didn't have enough cities. The mountains in my Island were like, I had two plus eight campuses. I had another yeah. three plus fives. I had like a plus four campus was the best I could get. That's not bad to be fair. Yeah. Didn't matter. Uh, and my second city I built was built like right beside a massive natural wonder that ate up like five, five hexes. Anyways, I don't know. OK, I couldn't get the math janks to work for me. All right. That's why. And I fell behind in everything. It was just depressing. <laughs> Spe- speaking of math, part of my strategy was to build um, as many harbors as I could in the classical era get a golden age into the medieval era and then get free inquiry so that I can really boost my science like a lot. So I got a golden age in the classical era, got monumentality, built a ton of cities with my settlers. Faith bought all my settlers, built harbors in every single one of those cities, got free inquiry in the medieval era. All oh, things are looking gravy. Things are looking millhouse. Yeah. Uh, my science is actually not terrible, but it's still not better than inquisitive otters, like for whatever reason, but it's not, terrible and i don't really have any campuses so this is pretty good the medieval era lasted maybe 15 yeah times. that was crazy that <laughs> was crazy heck, how quickly we went through that era my whole strategy just crumbled <laughs> and then i'm gonna all i was thinking about was oh my god i want to hear this from nystagmus later that like i'm gonna hype up this strategy and it didn't work out and uh lo and behold Hey, Moy, where's your science? Uh, it's not very good. Uh, yeah. What happened to that whole strategy Classic. that you were trying to do there, uh, boy? <laughs> Classic inquisitive uh, water would be uh, just uh, pump up your science so high that you go through the uh, the air so fast, everyone just like completely crumbles because they don't have time to uh, this power spike. <laughs> Moving on to next topic, which uh, Zoe, I want you to lead with this because you have some interesting stories about the new Vector Cat or the Civ 6 Challenge League game. Uh, do you want to explain what the game was or do you want me to do it? And then you can explain your story. Sure. I I have no problem explaining. Why do you sound so sad, Zoe? Why do you sound so sad? Why do I sound so sad? Is it? It's an excellent question. I'm sad because I had a very sad game and it happened after I had uh, a sad morning because I'd had uh, my my basement, uh, my washer had flooded. Anyways, the nature of the challenge, the science race, and you can choose. It's a free styler, so you can be any civ you want. The enemies are chosen for you, but it's on a wetlands map and the only two modes are Apocalypse save that story for later and uh, secret societies as always vector cat adds, he'll make a simple structure for, um, or this is, these are the, um, the civ challenge league. He'll make a simple structure, but then he'll add because all things being equal. How can you tell who really won? He'll add four little bonus ways to earn bonus points. So first one's pretty, pretty easy, you know, got to make a wonder that makes food, you know? Uh, and I think uses, 
uses uh, the deer. I don't know. Basically, build no, Temple of Artemis. Build that gives food, <laughs> food, housing, or population. Right, right. Build two wonders. And then another one was to power all of your cities by the end of the game. Power all the cities by the end of the game. Um, then the, the third one I am spacing on. The third one is win, uh, steal a tech boost with a spy. Easy enough. I uh, found a hobby. And then supper time for the plus four. Win with a capital of population 40 or higher. And at least four other cities with a population 20 or higher. And all non-cap cities must be happy or ecstatic. Go get those luxuries. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, that go for you. So it went great. <laughs> it went great. Uh, the, the story. Uh, that's how the story ended. If anybody wants to, to clip on that clip. Can we even play that right now? We could play it. Go for it. Go ahead. Go uh, for it, boy. You can keep talking, and I'll play it while you're talking. Okay. So I uh, I did I, I I tried this a couple times. This uh, two times so far. This challenge. Uh, so I have one more try before it uh, cost me points. Um, the first time I tried it with the australians i believe was my first attempt failed miserably uh just wasn't worth pursuing oh there it is yeah 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 um that's zozo zozo had like a population 31 or something 30 um 31 oh 31 people died in that meteor no it, 31 yeah it was huge it was a huge population and I felt in this game I had a shot. I, I was the Inca. And I started there. I could watch that all day. We we should turn that into a GIF, I think. I, or a GIF. A GIF. Oh, if you pronounce it GIF, I'll kick you off the show so <laughs> fast. And I'll get the Stagmas to vote you off, too. Oh, my God, dude. What? I swear to God. Um, he pronounces it GIF. I don't pronounce no. it GIF. I pronounce That's it GIF, but butter. I get... People telling me all the time, oh, it's not pronounced that way. I'm like, all right. I don't whatever. care. Nobody cares. It was it's it, it was it was spelled ye, like ye old hotel or whatever. But guess what? That Y was pronounced it's a Jeff. It's a Jeff, according to Sarge. It's a Jeff. And it, sorry. So, anyways, I, I thought I'll do the Inca. Because the Inca are actually fantastic for space race, and the Incans can get huge cities if you're near mountains. I thought that was a very good choice, actually. For, yeah. For, for, for a sieve. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think I was I was doing pretty well. Um, Pound Maker, though, there was some glitch, um, and oh, suddenly, oh, what was it? You had BBS enabled. Okay. Because with BBS, better balance start that takes away the restriction to build a Mudson Scott on snow. So you can build it anywhere. Right. So you have that enabled. You got make sure you disable that next time. It's all That's off it. now. Yeah, it's all off. Uh, I didn't know what I had enabled, um, to be completely honest. So I went and I disabled a bunch of stuff. Um, I was I thought I was doing all right. Um, I like was really catching up in science. It's a bit slow. Poundmaker way ahead of me most of the game. And then suddenly Poundmaker had exploded with science and had 1500 science. I'm like, how the hell, did, how the hell, what can I do? 1500 science? I had like 400 science. Like I still had decent science, but like 1500 science. And it turns out that that's why they uh, were able to build this, the Scott station on a planes, 
while I was like, I had a city ready for it to build. And I was like, okay, here we go. I got my snow ready. Nope. Nope. Doesn't matter. Too bad. Uh, so anyways, uh, they were being dumb though with what they were building. They were building slowly. So I was like, all right, the AI is being kind of silly with the order they were building. I got to the moon landing. So in the end, it, like I maybe if the computer was sluggish, I might have been able to do it. Probably not, though. 1500 science. Like that was just ridiculous. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So uh, Mally, though, freaking coal inhaling. I guess they eat coal <laughs> in the Mally Empire. They just chugging ours, oh, eating all the coal. <laughs> And then I don't know what they maybe they fed it to their cows and the mixture of the methane and the coal, but they were producing so much CO2. I was making like 200. I was making like 200. They were making like 4000. It was ridiculous. So Mali basically polluted the world to all heck. It went from I felt like like very rapidly. I felt within like like within two eras. It went from like a four to a seven for pollution. Yeah, that's what that happened. Yeah, it yeah, quick, man. Yeah. Quick. So first meteorite, you know, the everything goes red, which is so freaky, right? That's the one. Like, yeah. it's really awesome of apocalypse mode where like you know everything goes red, and you're like, all right, death is coming. So the first one lands on Zanzibar. Okay, Zanzibar, great, very good, very good uh, place to land. Doesn't really hurt anybody, uh, except for the Zanzibarians. So the next one, it announces that a comet's going to crash. Okay, uh, next turn or whatever. I had time. I knew that the comet was coming. So I scrolled over to the capital of the Cree and I started doing a voodoo curse invoking the luck of nystagmus and saying uh bring a nystagmus here bring on my here and, and uh needless to say i guess they were listening the uh the, the the voodoo gods were listening because uh the comet came crashing down and uh yeah that's where it crashed on zozo and the clip only captured a small part of my response to that <laughs> That was like the initial devastation of, is that mine? <laughs> and I just, just, I died because I was like, this was, it was such a hard challenge. And to come so far and have that the second city that got a fucking comet dropped on it wasn't just any of my cities. It was Zozo, this massive city and everything in my empire just collapsed after that. Like, and, you know, big, big <laughs> crater where Zozo was. My science cut in half, everything cut in half because uh, the capital was like the center of everything. Yeah, um, sure. It was devastating. It was so devastating. And uh, yeah, this is a, like I'm learning a lot. This challenge, I'm learning about space. Like we don't go for victories. Maybe we should start doing victories more often. Um, space is, is harder than I gave it credit for especially like when the AI is able to cheat like that. Um, but anyways, yeah, the vector cat having it in apocalypse mode was like, Oh my God. Like it was hard enough with the constant tornadoes and floodings. Like I, I did like that. There was a lot, I felt like a lot of meteorites, like a lot of uh, the good ones, the ones that get you units. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But no, uh, the pollution just got insane and um and then yeah second comet fell on me and i was like all right 
That's it. Like I, I, I surrendered after about five minutes of on screen dying um, because of how just upset I was that I got a comment dropped on me. What, what was the voodoo chant that you were saying? Um, it more or less I was invoking the Stagmus's bad luck and trying to direct it at the Cree. And, oh, and it worked. So they misinterpreted that. It worked. Yeah. You don't mm. invoke, you don't play with voodoo like that. It comes back no. tenfold. Tenfold. Okay. Yeah, man. And it did. It fell on my capital. It's so, not like you uh it's not like you should like listen to every like movie that has like voodoo in it. It never backfires on the person who uses the voodoo. Never. Like never. never. It, 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 it always happy ending. It's crazy that you had such you like you talk about all these issues that you've had so here's my game okay i picked a sieve that no one picked gandhi gandhi india space race why the hell did you pick gandhi boy well because i wanted to go faith science so my whole game plan so since india can build step wells that's plus one housing which i know that terrace farms i kind of forgot terrace farms now give a full housing but in my in my mind, I'm like, oh, Stepwell, full housing, really good. I can I can get the housing down so that I can really get my cities high in population. So that was my idea with India. Then if I build these high population cities, I can get cross cultural dialogue, which is plus one science per four followers, and I can really get my science up just through faith. So I spawned next to Pumukale which is an incredible wonder. Uh, it gives you adjacency bonuses for all your districts, like uh, campus, theater square, whatever. And I surrounded it with four holy sites. I have two plus six holy sites and then two plus four holy sites around it. And I took work ethic and I doubled my adjacency bonus. So I have really good pop production throughout my whole land. I'm looking great. Oh yeah. Then, more good news. I got Hypatia, the great scientist that gives you plus one science per library. Ooh, yeah. And then people in chat are like, yo, you can never get Isaac Newton during in deity. It's impossible. You know what I said? Watch me. So watch me. <laughs> Whatever. I You're got like it, a sputtering, <laughs> cowering. Oh my goodness. You didn't get cocky hey, until it came it. up. I got it. And and it was it. because there was a cluster. There was a moment where you got you got a guy, and then I think the computer got a bunch of guys. Um yeah, and, then, of them, yeah. and then you got lucky. Yeah, it was by no means a guarantee. That was sheer luck that it ran, landed on that. Okay, boys and girls, don't listen to no. this man's strategy. Okay. Hey, the strategy I have divine spark, okay? So uh -huh. that's plus 1 great people points per library. Uh -huh. I have oracle 100% great people points in the mm. city. Mm -hmm. Then I have a pinkala in the city with oracle and that's a lot of great people point generation that I don't have to do any projects even though I did to get Newton. Bow pow. Yeah. Barely barely planned. I love though Moy you're you're becoming the vulgar one. 
the mean one slowly. I'm just sitting here taking it slowly. You know? I thought slowly. I was always the mean one. I thought that was the. I thought I, that's me being on brand. Just like how you pronouncing everything uh, is on brand. I, I was supposed to brand. be the villain, but you're the villain. I'm just the innocent guy that's like here, just trying to have fun, you know, and and loving there's the, people. There's a different. Okay, so you're trying like, to improve you're like you. and. Here's a game that we can play. Let's do alignment charts for all of us. Alignment? Right? I'm neutral good. Yeah, alignment. You're neutral good? Why do you say you're neutral good? You're no, 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 no. Why do you say you're neutral Why good? Why am I neutral good? I am neutral good because my, my moral compass is one that I do seek to do good by others and, and do well by others. But I am in between the the order and the chaos i see the value of both and i think they can both be used properly uh from time to time uh if you do it correctly neutral good that's my uh you're chaotic neutral you're not you're not lawfully yeah i have to myself as chaotic neutral, chaotic neutral. <laughs> chaotic i'm very neutral. selfish so like i'll do anything for my enjoyment but like i'll kind of i it's it's not evil per se or it's not good per se so if like if i find that it's better to ally with someone for my benefit yeah so like my benefit where i can convert your cities and i can get a golden age too yeah let's do it right that's great but then if i can just walk, like promote chaos throughout the world for my enjoyment let's take civgiv for example hey boss that's a naked settler you have 50 tiles away from my empire i'm just gonna take it and you got to pay me $25 in my charity to get it back. And I gave it back to him. But. Oh, I remember. Chaotic neutral. Yeah. You, yeah. you paid off. You paid off uh, on spot to attack me. Oh, that too. You no, know. That yes, was to get, get yes, off my border. Yeah, You that got was to it was to. It was the, the deal. And he did. He went. The Lake of Oblivion, okay? The Lake of Oblivion was raised because you used... I think you might actually be evil. It might actually be evil. <laughs> there might be what? There might be evil there. But that was in my benefit. That I don't understand. Like, it's not All right, I evil. suppose it, it, it cancels it out because you are trying to benefit others. So, all right. If it was directly to on spot, you know, I'll just give you this 25 so, bucks. To uh, what then, the all right. Am I? I don't have no idea what you're I'm lawful what neutral. You? You're lawful neutral. You might be lawful neutral with good tendencies. You might actually be lawful good. I could see lawful good. Um, generally, uh, I don't know. He betrayed. No, what about last game, man? He just declared war on me for no reason. Like, what, what, what was up with that, huh? Well, right now he's going to explain the reason. Uh, can you tell us the, the, yeah. uh, the justified lawful good reason why you declared war on him again? Everyone um, keeps saying I, I try to kill guests, so I help the uh -huh. guests win the yeah. game. There you go. What a noble thing to do. <laughs> Moy's here every week, causing his crazy nonsense <laughs> all over the place, flinging his turds everywhere. And here you are trying to make sure that our guest has a good time. That's just beautiful, man. That's so beautiful. Lawful good. Lawful good. Good job. Well, all right, I say job. like lawful neutral you. because I kind of did it just because Otter told me to. Okay. Okay. That's fine. But you're a doctor, so that means you're you're good by default. You have to work really hard to be a Hannibal Lecter. I think is how it works. You haven't you haven't served uh, you haven't served anyone's liver to your dinner dinner guests, have you, Nystagmus? <laughs> so people call uh, 
people call me out for inviting people and killing them, so I killed someone else. (laughs) (laughs) So the thing is that the point of the first statement is that I don't think the first statement is true. I had one time where I declared war on foibles, and then the immediate game we had foibles back, I helped him win the game. Do you know why this is a meme, though? Because he was the first guest we ever had on the Civ show, and you murdered him. It was the first guest we ever had. And you're like, oh, I'm playing Zulu and he's playing the Dutch. And I'm like, oh, I'm Zulu. So like, hey, foibles, I'm going to take your capital, by the way, his capital. And you're going to sit there and you're going to watch. I I gave it back. (laughs) Is that the lawful neutral coming out of you right there? Just like, here's your city back. No, is there is there an alignment chart for being stupid? Because that would be you. Because why would on earth would you give your capital? Well, I kept, I it, it kept it kept loyalty flipping, so I just gave it back to him. And he gave me stuff. So how is that stupid? All right, lawful neutral. Okay, lawful, back, neutral. lawful neutral. He gave him the stuff in a back alley, though. So, uh, you know, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> this is this is the reason why this is why I use the term specifically gaslighting because you guys were like nailing me for doing it. And then I gave him back his capital. Now you're calling me stupid for giving him back we his capital. We gaslight the stagris. <laughs> I think the best part about how we <laughs> gaslight Nystagmus is how we actually say that we don't gaslight him, which is so gaslighting. Like, it's so entirely gaslighting. That's on brand for him now. It's, it's very okay. on brand. Like, we're all, it's we're all, we're all doing our parts here, you know? <laughs> it's very on brand. And and we'll find out, you know, because I over the Honestly, summer, I, I do... I, the meme for Moy is basically the meme from... Uh, what, what's that show where the guy just like turns around and shoots the guy in the chair? And he's like, why would Nystagmus do this? <laughs> it's like Moy shoots <laughs> shoots Zoe in the chair. And he's like, why would Nystagmus do this? Nystagmus, <laughs> <laughs> why would you make me do this? Like, anyway, Zoe, what were you saying about the summer? <laughs> totally unrelated. Just that we'll find out all about a line because I do want to do a D&D game over the summer oh, where you guys yes. will have to choose an alignment. And I have a couple other... Um, Civ community <gasps> members that are interested, oh, so we'll oh, have fun oh, with that. We'll oh, have fun with that. Oh. You're gonna be a chaotic, neutral, halfling rogue. No, 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 no. Okay. I have an idea. My okay. hands up. My ha- hey, hey, yeah, boy, go ahead. Hey. Oh, oh, what if, what if, <laughs> what, what if we got people in the audience to make our characters for us? Oh, yeah, we could totally do that. We could totally do that. That would actually be pretty hilarious, although that would probably have to be like volunteers from the Civ show, just because I think some of the other Civ members I've been talking to have something in mind, but they might be up for that, too. They might be up for some kind of uh, fun, uh, crazy, let the audience choose chaos. So, yeah, we could look at that. We could definitely look at that. I think it'd actually be a lot easier if um, you guys didn't make your own characters. If it was just like, here you go. Especially if if, if some of you have never played before. But, you know, we, we we had enough hockey today. I guess we shouldn't be talking I, about d and I, I, Zach, I veto that. <laughs> I veto that right now. I mean, that's just, that's just. Can we make Nystagmus' characters? That's like, that's what he's like. A Montreal Canadiens fanatic. He has a curse, and he's forced to wear this jersey, and it's driven him mad, and he's insane, and he's got a hockey stick. He's like a hockey stick wizard who hates himself, and he can't take it off. Oh, it's perfect. I I could see a whole plot line for this. Plot, like, plot line and, like, theme song. Anyway, uh, let's... 
move on to the last segment here. This is only like a few questions anyway, but we're going to do a Q&A. If you're on our Patreon, uh, you can send in questions to The Civ Show on our priority Q&A. Right now, we're going to be accepting questions from the chat, though. So if you have one, please submit it. We already have one, and it is from Sharksta. We posted in the Discord just before the podcast. If you have any questions, post them now. He asks, do you prefer a wide or tall civilization? We'll start with Nystagmus. Um, I prefer tall. I always like trying. I like seeing cities get big population and I like when they're I like having fewer cities to manage. I just can do more simple to the point. Not as many things. to Yeah, it's just you don't your brains not all over the place. Just like, hey, let's make these six cities and really good. When your city That's is it. tall, there's no one tall. There's no one above you. So there's less time. Uh, there's a less chance you step on someone's toes. Right. So like if you're a wide civ, you have to like expand and then you accidentally put a character or a unit on iron and people get upset about it and and it just becomes a whole thing so if it's I tall it's so relatable <laughs> <laughs> uh i'll go next because i usually go last so i prefer i do actually prefer tall civs however i like if i can go monumentality and go wide i'm going monumentality i'm going wide but like in terms of like civ gameplay like i enjoy maya i enjoy kamir or kamai i enjoy inca i enjoy india i'm an, i'm loving my india game right now so yeah I, I i do enjoy tall civs over wide civs just maybe kind of the same reason just less to manage and like you don't have to worry about loyalty because since your population's like 40 or whatever like you're emitting so much loyalty out that like it just doesn't matter anyway that's 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 my take on that so I like to start high and then go wide. It doesn't always work for me, but uh, and and by that I mean I I'll generally start where I only have one city for actually you know too long, um, but I'll I'll build up. I will aim for a um, classical age, golden age, and hope that through monumentality and magmus magnus that's like usually my, one of my favorite strategies then go and explode, uh, expand like everywhere. Uh, and if I can't get the golden age, you know, usually I'm able to work around that. So, so yeah, it's probably not the smart way to play the game. I think you, you, you generally want like five to seven cities is should be everything you aim for. Even if you are a high civ, you know, just for the resources, you'll ultimately end up being able to collect. And as you know, with civ math, you know, things just accumulate just from having population. You're going to be getting um, uh, getting things. So, you know, it's one city of 10 is great, but, you know, eight cities of, of seven is better, you know. So so anyways, either way, I start high. I'll make one. My, my capital will usually be much bigger than the rest of my cities. But then once I'm able to get mag that, that combination, I'll expand rapidly and I'll explode on the scene. It probably only works for me 40% of the time. <laughs> Maybe less. I haven't won a game of Civ in a while. <laughs> it's true. If you've been on a big losing streak. I've really, had a pretty, pretty long losing streak. Yeah. Uh, next question comes from uh, very handsome devil Moisos. Uh, what color underwear does Gilgamesh wear under his robe? I want to go last because I have a joke with this. So, Zoe, you just answered. You're going to answer sure. again. Answer none. Ooh. 
doesn't nice. wear underwear. Like, no. What do they wear under those togas? No, it's it it it's ready to go. Uh, you be fast, but he be slow. So it all works out. Stagmus. What color underwear does Gilgamesh wear? Brand new red. So. He goes commando. Come on, guys. Commando. It's the same as Zoe. None. Nothing. Okay. Here's a little story about a pirate ship captain, but we're going to say Gilgamesh in this case. Okay. Here's a little story about Gilgamesh. Since he's not a real king, I can tell any story I want about him. So take that. Gilgamesh, whenever he went into battle, always wore a red shirt. You know, he's going to battle. Steed, give me my red shirt. Give me my red shirt. And Steed, after so many times, eventually asks, what, Gilgamesh, why do you always wear a red shirt? Oh, it's because I don't want to see my enemies, or I don't want my enemies to see me bleed, so I wear a red shirt so that they don't know that I've, they, they've wounded me. And so there was one day where there was an absolute onslaught, an ambush in Gilgamesh's empire, surrounding his city's armies everywhere. And he goes to his steed. He's like, Steed, get me my brown underwear. Oh, because he's going to. You guys suck. That was uh, whatever. <laughs> Nothing. Not a single one. Oh, uh, Moy. Moy and his skid marks, you know? <laughs> what can we say? <laughs> whatever, guys. I'm going to move on because you guys suck. Uh, I think you're wrong. The, what sucked was the joke. Don't you? Uh, <laughs> no, no. Well, no, no, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> and the last question, which came from our chat just right now from Pac-Man. I thought this was a good question. How good do you think a Babylon, but instant civics instead, Civ, would be? So I'll go first now. Uh, I think it would be actually kind of balanced i think it would be a lot of fun uh if you think about like it, it, sometimes it's easier to get inspiration boosts for example to get political philosophy for your first government all you got to do is meet three city states and you maybe 80 percent of your games are gonna meet three city states before you get political philosophy so you will get a first government right away but then you think about what can you what what policy slots or cards can you put into these governments you have to unlock those too. And if you kind of compare it to Babylon, if they get minus 50% culture, they need to meet all those inspirations, which some of them are kind of ridiculous. Uh, it'd be kind of hard to unlock maybe the really good policy cards because then you you need to meet all these inspirations. And so, yes, you can get your first government really fast. You can get democracy really fast or you can get like all these other things, but you just, you, the, the cards that you can put in those might not be ideal. And so th I think it'd be pretty balanced, in my opinion. And I hope a modder does make it, because I think that'd be a lot of fun. Nystagmus, because though you go last. I was already kind of talking with a minute, just because I think getting that early government is is super strong. Um, it's stronger than than any equivalent early tech. Getting political philosophy, like, right out the gate, like, you can technically get it, like basically within the first five turns, right? And so getting that, that first government right out the gate um, allows you, especially if you have other modes on. So it depends on the modes too, right? So if you have like secret societies on, then you have so many policy card slots. Yeah, but what about the, what cards? What cards are you going to put in them? If you meet three city states before you even get uh, 
like three worker, three talent improvements. What are you gonna put in there? God King and 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 the one that gives you one production per per city. Like that's not that great, right? You get a government. What about your cards? What about your policies? No, but the thing is, is, is that it's easier to hard uh, to hard uh, research civics than it is for tech sometimes. But if you do the, still the minus minus fifty percent culture, like equivalence to Babylon's minus fifty percent science. I know, but you're going to be harder. To so hard you're going to go those. through the tech tree, but you're going to be able to get those cards still just a lot slower. Yeah, hypothetically, no, it's just but you're going up like, for example, like found a pantheon, build any district, clear it up, a barbarian uh, outpost, grow your civilization to six pop, meet three city states, build a wonder, build an encampment. Like these are easier than some of the other ones for the text because a lot of them were like random, like you have to meet something, you have to destroy something like one of them is you have to destroy a barbarian units with archers right specifically that these ones are like like the civics a lot of it's like you would do this anyway right build two campus districts found a religion grow a city to 10 population sometimes you don't find a religion man i mean i don't know what to tell you sometimes it just doesn't happen but that just means that you need to 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 uh prioritize things just like babylon right maintain four trade routes build two markets build two temples build two caravels Right. You do that anyway, because you're going to have probably a galley. Right. And um, you want to upgrade your units at one point. Have an alliance with another. But you're Civ. also saying this like it, it, it's not the other way around with the techs. Like I can easily kill a unit with the slinger. I can easily build a university next to a mountain. I can easily like I you know, like this is it, it goes the other way, too. OK. So it would definitely be strong. Obviously, you'd have to do the minus 50% the same way. Civics affect the, your entire civilization. Technology is usually specifically like a building or a unit. So it, it, it would be definitely very, very useful. That said, there are few, if any, there might not be any great people that give you Eurekas, give you inspiration, right? for um, like artists don't give you inspiration. They make great works. Uh, musicians and writers, they don't give inspiration. They, they make great works. Whereas part of, you know, Babylon, they rely on you build your libraries, you get great scientists so that you can get Eureka's that gets you more stuff. They don't have that with, with, with inspiration. As far as I know, I don't think any great people gives you inspiration, uh, but I could be wrong. I don't, you know, follow i don't usually take that route uh that i would be getting great people but i'm pretty sure the and i've i've commented this before i i that i i think that the cultural great people are all very boring and i think civ made a mistake the way they did it like i don't i don't think you need to have writer musician and artist i think you could have summed them all up in one and then opened it up for other stuff because engineers are very interesting Generals are very interesting. Yeah. Admirals are, are very interesting. interesting. And Cranny yeah. made, made a, um, uh, a good point, which is they can't really do the same thing with Babylon because 50% culture hit would mess up the victory's uh, condition for culture victory. So it wouldn't be able that's, to... Be that's their weakness, you know? That, yeah. And that's that's the price that you pay when you when you play that sort of sieve. Yeah, you would, okay. you would ultimately... You'd either need to compensate for it somehow, which that's a huge negative... Uh, or their design that that's not that 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 culture win is not their their best win condition um that it's more a support mechanism 
to get them, you know, wherever they wherever they need to go. I get why they didn't do it. Like science is really big fundamental part of the game that's been around since the beginning. Culture has, you know, it's evolved much differently than science has. Science is more or less science. The, in fact, if anything, culture looks a lot like science, right? That we're adding the trees and all that stuff. But science, the way it's worked, has been with the game from the beginning. Culture's a little bit different. Started in 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 Civ two, but it's been very different each game, like how it functions. So, like ultimately, that Civ, I don't think, yeah, they wouldn't be able to. The culture victory would be very hard because tourism is affected by your culture, right? And if suddenly you're getting half, unless it was something like. You get half the score, but tourism's unaffected. You know, maybe uh, well, sure, that, but then that, that would be you have to change the whole be, mechanic. No, no, yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't do that because culture victory can snowball too easily uh, if nobody can resist it. Ultimately, with science, doesn't matter that Babylon can have rocketry in the classical era. There's not a lot they can do with <laughs> it, right? Uh, they're not going to the moon yet. They're not going to space. Those are advanced techs that you are not getting triggers for um in the in the classical era you know babylon has that sort of uh they still need to actually babylon's probably better at domination victory than even science victory yeah, right just because of, because of that that tech lead until when you're building spaceships you what babylon will be able to do is build spaceships maybe an era before everyone else but once you know they they I, they plateau with culture yeah, that wouldn't happen. You, if you, you could probably win a culture victory very, very rapidly if you could go through that civic tree super fast. So yeah, maybe it would be broken. I mean, and it, I don't know. Maybe it balances out because you don't have great people because of that. Because your great people uh, are not giving you uh, eurekas or giving you inspiration. Yeah. Uh, maybe that would balance out. But I have a feeling that it would ultimately be too big an advantage. And then, then what else would the rest of the civ be? You know, what else are they doing? Are they getting something special when they spend great people or I don't know. As I said this way, like both Babylon and any Civ that would have like this kind of special inspiration thing are very like unfair in in dramatic ages. Right. Because you can like easily rack up error score doing that. No, because it's harder to you, it'll plateau eventually like you'll like those like, suddenly like you can get a lot in the classical era and the medieval era. But then if you just get all of them then you don't achieve any because you've gotten all the easy ones. What are you going to do? The research is 50% behind. You can't just research things fat quick to get the score. There's going to be a, you're going to plateau at like the industrial era probably or something where you just can't get any of these Eurekas anymore. It's, 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 it's just harder to do so and you'll die to dramatic ages. That's my opinion on that. Uh, but that. Uh, we're running out of time. That's some food for thought. Um, good good question, Zach though. Good, said. good question, Zach. Good question. Uh, so you came up with the game for the next Sunday. Please give Woo! us the rundown of how all this right, is going to work all next right. Sunday. All right, all right, all right. So this coming Monday is Victoria Day. So this is the May 2-4 which is a celebration of Queen Victoria's birthday. So pretty much, I think most of the Commonwealth celebrates it or any of uh, heavy, heavy British influence celebrates uh, Victoria Day. Uh, it's kind of an important long weekend for us. Kind of sucks that we're all, all of us are, are going to be inside. Um, 
Got my vaccination today, by the way. Woo! Woo! First one. I know. I'm on my way. So in celebration of Victoria Day, this Canadian-British Commonwealth holiday, we are going to have the Commonwealth Games, and we will be playing only with Commonwealth nations, and I think we could probably even drum up Commonwealth city-states. We'll see. I was looking through the list. I think I there's five at least, but we might be able to be creative. Uh, we got uh, Victoria, obviously. England. We got, so we got we have England, we got Canada, we got Australia, we've got India, we've got Scotland. Um, so that's at least five. And then I figured we could look at some of the other ones and be like, you know, because I know there's a few African nations, you know, that we might be able to even with those five, though, I think that would be an interesting game. Uh, we'll decide whether we want to have um, a couple computer players or not. I think we're going to play with the zombies at least on. I'll, I, I kind of want to do Carl mode, you know, which yeah, is everything. Which it's is a one everything. week long game. It's so we need league, to like yeah. start and finish. Yeah. yeah. So we'll probably do Carl mode and maybe we'll even do the uh, the all things being equal. Whoever has the most cities conquered, you know, something along those lines. I, Commonwealth. Maybe it could be Suze's. I don't know. Either way, Commonwealth Games, uh, we're going to use those. And uh, yeah, it should be fun. If we had planned a little more, maybe we could have tried to get a community member guest. I don't know. Maybe there might be time. Um, we could, if, if we had those five, maybe we can get two community members to join us. Who knows? I hear Sharkster is generally go. always around, you know? Uh, Sharkster, <laughs> Sharkster, Sharkster, are you around? Are you always around right now? come join us instead of having barbecue if you're not canadian you're not doing anything special <laughs> uh you can come join us instead and uh we're gonna have just a great may 2-4 here on the Civ show on sunday and so well you didn't let up, me finish moy you didn't let me finish moy well, okay just letting um, you know you're gonna wrap so, it up hey the signal 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 i i didn't your signal's terrible. Um, Moy has been throwing rocks at a bird's nest for the last couple months. Uh, I don't know. He thinks it'll get him, make him popular. Tell us about how that's going. Well, I hit two birds with one stone, and that one stone was called Twitter, baby. And you can follow us on Twitter at The Civ Show, where you can get the most up-to-date civilization and The Civ Show updates. By the way, if you're not voting for Tamar in this Civ Battle Royale then you can stop listening to the podcast because we're no longer friends anymore. So vote for Tamar, <laughs> protect our people, and follow us on Twitter at The Civ Show. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. And uh, I do believe that, Nystagmus, you are still ingesting yogurt through a long tube that is warmed up, and it warms up the yogurt to just above room temperature as you slurp it back with this device you've been working with, right? How's that going? Well, I'm not even going to respond to that. That was just a whole lot of no. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Slightly above room temperature. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna weird stuff there. Come on, improv one on one. Yes and yes. Yes and, and. <laughs> yes and something of something boy through the rock and broke my test tube. So. Uh, <laughs>
so you can check out our YouTube channel. Um, uh, you can find all the VODs there if you miss anything from the podcast or from the show. We also have our own series going on. So I have the Better Know Leader series. We have Raising Reviews and we have Moy does his own reaction videos as well. So definitely go check that out. Subscribe and ring the bell. Ring that bell. I'm going to one day learn how to sing that song so that our our members that tune into the show, our viewers, can't say that Moy is a better singer than me, uh, as happened recently, you know? So it's kind of it's kind of sad. Uh, I enjoy it more. Yeah, yeah. Someone oh. mentioned it. I, I was well, paying attention. I mean, they're not yeah. wrong. So yeah. that, that we both like to sing, but Moy's a little better at it, I believe, was the consensus. Anyways, uh, <laughs> speaking of consensus, there is a general consensus that the Discord channel for the Civ Show is the watering hole of the Civilization Civ Show community. Uh, you can join us to just meet fellow like-minded individuals like yourself. Um, we talk about Civ. We talk about everything that's not Civ. Uh, it's also just a great place to meet casual multiplayer gamers, uh, which is where it's at. Multiplayer is so much fun with Civ. Uh, so come and make, make some friends. Um, and then also you can check us out on Patreon. What? We uh, have a Patreon I was, I was trying to like come up with like, you know how you do like test tubes. I was trying to like, yeah. what's, what can we do for Patreon? What can uh, Patreon? Well, I just, I, I just did it, boy. I just did it. Um, <laughs> well, no, we what need, you, we need, what so, like, you me and the need to come up with something. What you can do though is okay, you can go and you, you could go and join the Patreon, and then uh, we could make uh, that uh, you know one of the categories, the higher ones, is to announce the Patreon. You have to like say something specifically. I don't know. Whatever you guys, you, whatever. I I didn't give you a chance to figure it out. Okay, there are so many tiers on the Patreon, I can't even remember them all. It's chiefed into deity, so people can join that, and you know at the Civ show we're always trying to make things better and um we invest our time and energy and in, into this project um and we're hoping that things like the patreon much more direct way for you to be involved uh with supporting us that uh we'll be able to unlock all sorts of new resources and improve your experience even more so um if you like what we're doing please check out our patreon and consider becoming at least i don't know king or higher i'll, I'll talk settler. to you just settler. i'll talk to you king or higher moist he's got low standards he'll do settler or higher every empire settler begins with the settler <laughs> okay. okay and uh yeah so moy will talk to you if you're settler or higher me though i'm saving for the kings okay kings you I know value you everybody okay mm. everybody you know what a good king though knows that uh, there's a difference between a, a settler and and an emperor. Okay, sorry. Uh, well, who are you yeah, king of you, if there's no settlers? Go, huh? There's no go. empire. No empire at all. So that that you know what that settler's doomed if it doesn't have a good emperor. Okay, uh, at least if not, a, or a deity, perhaps <laughs> uh, perhaps a good deity. Um, mm. <laughs> anyways, thank you. Anyways, so much for joining us tonight. Remember that you can tune into the Civ Show. We now have five 
days of Civ Show amazingness opening every Sunday at 7 p.m. Sunday, 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 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Twitch is the Twi- the Civ Show main event of the week. Uh, as we said, we have the Commonwealth Games coming up. That'll be fun. You can join Afternoon Tea on Mondays with Nystagmus. I am I'm certain he's excited to get those rolling again. 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Good morning amenities. 10 a.m. supposedly. Raising Zozo presents those. Uh, and then Moy at night. Um, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Wednesday. And then, of course, our podcast, how we wrap up the week. Uh, we get We only get two days off, people. That's how dedicated we are to you. Why won't you join our Patreon? No. Um, oh <laughs> join us on Thursday for our podcast. And yeah, that's it. Um, woo! Woo!